how life turns out is very interesting. When I look at uh, little kids, and then many young people here in this uh, room, how your life will turn out will be very interesting. It's not predictable. We cannot really see how the life will turn out. That's what life is like. I think Jacob misunderstood about life. Jacob thought that he was able to control everything that happens in his life, even the blessings of God. Last week, we meditate upon that. Jacob stole blessing from Esau, from his father, and then he stole the birthright. So he thought that he was able to control everything in his life. But many unexpected things can happen in life. Uh, we have a high C uh, students here. You will probably encounter many, many unexpected things in your life. Maybe right now you have something that you want in your life, but 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road, you never know how life will turn out. In that way, life is a strange thing. And also, I, I would like to say life is mystery. It is not fixed yet. It is not drawn completely yet. It is to be drawn. It is to be unraveled. So it is mystery how life will turn out. See, Jacob today, he never expected that he would end up in the wilderness all by himself. That was not why he bought the birthright and stole the blessings from the father. He thought, oh, if I have the birthright and if I have the father's last blessing, my life will be okay automatically because the, these birthright and blessings of the father must have some kind of power or even the miraculous power that will make my life really, really good. He never expected or thought that he would end up in the wilderness all by himself. But he ended up in the wilderness all by himself. You know, I wonder how Jacob might have felt in the wilderness all by himself at night. Gosh, I got the birthright and I have a blessings. What am I doing here? I cannot even stay home. I'm running away from the uh, friends, from, uh, from home where I can uh, have good time with friends and family, my mother and everything. Now I cannot even stay home. I'm just uh, running away to a place that I don't even know. His life was very, very different from what he expected. He wasn't used to stay up all night in the wilderness because wilderness was not his thing. He was a mama boy, as we uh, shared uh, last week. He just stayed home all the times with his mother. To Esau, wilderness 
was his place. He, he was always in the wilderness. He was hunting, and uh, he, he's very familiar with the wilderness. But Jacob, wilderness was a strange place. He never went to wilderness. He, most of the time, he was at home. He was a very domesticated uh, guy. So wilderness was a very, very new thing. Not only it is new, it is a scary place. Think about it. At night, he was all by himself in the wilderness. He, he heard animal, wild animals crying, sound, all that. Everything was very, very new, strange, and scary. Like the night was dark, his future was very, very dark. He could not foresee what was waiting for him. He could not foresee what was ahead of him. Everything was dark to him. Jacob, the trickster, liar, using his tricks, he got all he wanted. But at the end of it all, what he got was nothing but the dark night in the wilderness where he was lonely, scared, and very uncertain. He must have been really confused about God, about blessings, about birthright, and everything. I think he was very, very confused. This was the first crisis he encountered in his life. This was the first dark night in his life. Probably up to this point, his life was very well controlled with his mom and then, uh, you know, around the house. His life was pretty comfortable. But now he experienced the first crisis of his life. High school students, when you encounter first crisis of your life, remember this message. Remember this message. His wakeful world was full of fear, uncertainty, and confusion. His guard was up and therefore, he could not see anything but darkness. He had guard around him because he was so scared. So his wakeful world, he didn't like his wakeful world. All he could see in his wakeful world was fear and terror. Only in his dream, where his guard was down, he could see what he could not see in his wakeful world. He could see the reality of God. He could see that God was right there. This was his confession. Can you put it up, please? Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. The Lord was always right there, but because he was filled with fear and uncertainty and darkness, he could not see that. The Lord was right there. Now, in his dream, he met God. He found God, and he said, he was right here, and I did not know it. My friends, Sometimes we meet God 
in the most unexpected place or most unexpected circumstance. Philip Yancey, who wrote, wrote a book called Finding God in Unexpected Places, he said this, Jesus was a master at finding God in unexpected places. He found, Jesus found God in a tax collector who did not even know how to pray with a formal prayer. He found, Jesus found God in a foreigner who had failed marriage five times. Jesus found God in a man who had been sick for 38 years with no hope. In the most unexpected places, Jesus always somehow found God. We expect to find God in sanctuary, in a holy place, but Jesus found God in the most unexpected places and unexpected circumstances. Today's scripture tells us that we find God in a man who runs away because of his lifestyle of trickery. We don't necessarily find God in the holy sanctuary like this, where you can hear beautiful choir uh, anthem. Sometimes, and many times, we find God in a place where people struggle, fail, hurt, mourn, disappointed, angry. In those places, we never expected that we will find God, but in those places, sometimes we find God. Sometimes in our own dark times, we find God. As you can see the stars most clearly in the darkest sky, you can see the power of God's presence in your darkest time. I don't know whether you're too young to experience your own dark times. I'm not sure, but anybody goes through a dark time. When I started sharing this thing in KSM, here and there, I see tears. And after the service, some women came up to me and shared their stories. I mean, I never expected that they would go through that difficult time. I, no wonder she looked very dark and gloomy many times. Sad faces sometimes. So I, I didn't know the story, but after service she came. I cannot share everything, but she shared such a devastating experience she is going through. And then she said, what, you're saying, what, you're, what you said is true. Sometimes in our dark time, in my dark time, I find God. Last Wednesday, an elder came up to me and he said, Reverend, when times are good, doesn't matter how good the sermon may be, it doesn't really hit me. But when I go through difficult times, Every word that you say really penetrates into my heart and hits me. 
Reverend D says, you know, I live because I have the word. Otherwise, I would not have survived. Sometimes in our dark times, we truly find God. When the sky is dark, you can see the stars. St. Paul expressed that in different ways. This is what St. Paul said. Where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. You expect that when sin increased, the curse will abound more. That's what we think. But St. Paul said when sin increases, the grace abounds more and more. When you commit sins, when you're going through your own failures, whether it's moral failure or personal failure or job failure, school performance failure, when you look at that failure very carefully, there is God's grace powerfully working underneath. And then you will say, the Lord was there and I did not know it. You're only filled with guilt and disappointment, but that's where God's grace works in you. Life is not always easy. Sometimes you are thrown into the wilderness, into the darkness, and you're right there we find a holy ground, holy place, a holy space where we meet God face to face. Jacob called it Bethel. Bethel meaning house of God. We don't find God in a holy place. The place you find God becomes a holy place. You don't necessarily find God in sanctuary, but when you are going through so much difficulties in your life, if you find God, then that place becomes a holy place to you. We celebrate life not because it is good and easy. No one lives always good and easy life. We celebrate life, though, because in all phases of our life, there is God transforming our existence. In the good time, God provides joy, happiness, and abundance. In the bad time, God provides his presence and the powerful work of his grace that brings about the transformation. With God, our non-place becomes sanctuary. With God, our empty time becomes sacred moment. With God, our sinful existence becomes holy existence. You want to truly find God when you go through difficult times. Look carefully what God is doing. Then you will find powerful God working in you.
when Jacob finally met God in his dream, he received these three promises. And three promises are this. I'll be with you, is God telling Jacob. I'll be with you. And I'll protect you. And I'll bring you home. He, in that wilderness, dark night, all, when he was all by himself, in that cold place, he got this promise. Three promises. That God will be with me. And God will protect me. And someday, God will bring me back home. When you go through your own dark times, always remember these three things. God will be with you, and God will protect you, and God will bring you back home. Don't ever forget that. In your suffering, where you, where you mourn and suffer and ache, you're not by yourself. God is right there. You may not have recognized it, but God is right there. You know, these days, it really brings me down. The kind of things that is going on as Ruth prayed, Gaza and Israel. And how could a human being send a missile to civilians up in the sky and it just kills off hundreds, hundreds of people. How could, what kind of world is this? What kind of life are we living? What kind of people do we become? But I do believe that someday God will bring about his own justice. If you remember these three things in your life, you will have a meaningful journey of life, even though we don't know what we'll, we'll face in our journey. Especially high school students, you're young, you're full of life. Live a good life. When you face crisis, don't don't be discouraged. Don't give up. Don't just sit on your problem, problems. Remember, God will be with you. God will protect you. And God will bring you back home. That's a promise that we hold on to. All of us, let us keep those promises within us. God is with us. Follow me. God is with us. God will protect me, and God will bring me back home.